What's good, neighborhood? We're back with another Broken Records episode. It's your boy, Ray Rashawn. It's your boy, Marquise Q in the building. And it's your boy, Easy e Hey, what's good, y'all boys? What's good, y'all boys? It's good to be back. Back like I never left, honestly. I love it. Hell yeah. We ain't, um, we ain't did no little Broken Records. I ain't gonna say little, but we ain't did no Broken Records since the kitchen pack. Yeah, y'all boys, y'all boys, that shit must make y'all boys tired or something. <laughs> <laughs> Had to recuperate. Bro, I really, I really feel, I really feel we got in our bag with that. Even though, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we, I feel like we just, we showed that we can, you know what I'm saying? We, right. we, we, people we know, don't, we know people don't know, the people don't know how much time we put into that. Like we was studying. Like I called Q up one day, he was taking notes. I said, "Oh shoot, I had to step up my game." Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm always taking notes about that shit. Anytime, anytime somebody taking notes, you got to step up your game. Like that, like back when you was in class. <laughs> If you look around and somebody take, if everybody taking notes but you, you know something wrong. Yeah, that's the point where you decided to take notes. Had to, had to keep up. Definitely. I think I was listening to something that Fifty Cent has said about Pop Smoke. The first time he had talked to Pop Smoke, and he said that I don't think he was like looking at Pop Smoke. He was talking to him, but he said the time that he was looking at Pop Smoke had like a whole notebook out, was like writing out everything he was saying. Definitely, I definitely <laughs> remember that story. We had to we had to get it right for the Kendrick pack. So um, we already talked about one of the goats in the rap game. Um. There's only really, well, I ain't gonna say there's only two, but like there's really only a handful of goats. And, you know, we gave Kendrick some love, so I think it's time we give, you know, Jermaine Cole, Fayetteville native some love too. Rashawn's favorite artist. Yes, sir. Shout out ben to the Dreamers. You know Sean, what 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 inspired what what makes Jermaine Cole your favorite artist? If you had to say. Bro, to be honest, like, all right, you gotta you gotta look at like like where we at? We grew up South Carolina. It really ain't no, it really wasn't no like big major artist like from around here. You know what I'm saying? Of yeah. course, of course, I fuck with Drake. Of course, but Drake, that's Canada. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been no Canada. No, no, don't know nobody from Canada. Of course, I fuck with uh, Kendrick, but that's Compton. Lisa, Lisa, tell me, you know that's the Compton stories. But who's telling the stories on this side over here? Except for Atlanta, of course, because you know they always they always been doing what they doing. But from like the Carolinas, you know what I'm saying? It really wasn't nobody until I found J. Cole from Fayetteville. You know what I'm saying? I'm like Fayetteville. That was look, basically like Florence. I was like, I gotta tap into him. Definitely gotta see what he's talking about. I think he called it um Vietnam, man, a couple times in some song. Definitely Vietnam. Come on now. That's I know, that's on that's an OG J. Cole listener right there. That's on the real ones, know that. How long have you been listening, to J. Cole? You said something like you got like OG information, so I've been wondering how long you've been tapped in. Look, I'm not gonna say I'm the I'm not, I'm not even gonna say I'm the biggest J. Cole fan. I'm not gonna even say I've been listening to him the longest. I'm just saying I I I started listening to him. Friday Night Lights was really like my my introduction introduction to him. 
Like I saw the warm up. I listened to bits and pieces of the um the come up, but I ain't really like really like tapped in, tapped in. But when I listened to this like Friday Night Lights, when I listened to this project, bro, like this really it definitely I was like, yeah, I never heard nothing like it before. It was like a breath of fresh air. So like I had to tap in. But this is his third mixtape, right? So he has two other ones before that, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. He got the uh, the okay. come up and the warm up. Okay, so it's the come up, the warm up, and the Friday Night Lights. Yeah, so the come up uh, dropped in 07, <laughs> the warm up dropped in 09, and then Friday Night Lights. This came out in uh, 2010. So is there like a story with all the mixtapes? Like, do they all kind of tell in? Um, I know like basketball was like a big thing because uh, he, he, you know, hoop dreams or whatever. But um, is there like any sort of connection between the three? Oh, it's definitely a connection. Like, I mean, because if you think about it, it's really just telling, like, the story. But, like, he kind of plays, like, plays with those words of kind of, like, uh, like the athlete or, like, basketball, varsity. But he kind of pl- he kind of playing with it in his position in the rap game. So that's why it's, like, the come up, the warm up, then Friday Night Lights, and then Cold World um, sideline story. And he's, he's really, like, he's telling the whole story, like, throughout the entire thing. And then you really can see the steps and the journeys and even the criticisms from a lot of his mixtapes. Like a lot of people, like some like music buffs back then, like they really was kind of hard on J. Cole, like critically, even Jay-Z. But Jay-Z found J. Cole, is that correct too? I mean, found him, I mean, but you got to remember, like Jay-Z is J. Cole's favorite rapper. So like, I don't know if y'all remember the story where J. Cole said he first uh, (laughs) tried to give uh, Jay-Z his music. And like Cole, I mean Jay Z looked at him like, bro, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> but that was like that was like years that was years before like he actually got signed and everything. But yeah, he eventually. I mean, of, of course he eventually got signed. But of course, like Nas and and Jay Z, they those those were like two big artists that were important to him and that he really looked up to and they really saw a lot in him and him coming from Fayetteville because you know he went to school in uh, New York. That's where he went to school at. So that, that in New right, York, right, right. where he really like became, you know what I'm saying? You know how when you go off to college, you really find yourself, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm understanding this correct, so what, what, well, let me ask you at your personal, like, personal opinion, like, what made you a J. Cole fan? Like, what album, what song made you a J. Cole fan, if you had to say? Uh, the album, the album that really made me a fan was Cold World Sideline Story. But, but to be honest, Friday Night Lights really what, it really caught my eye. It really, it really mm. made me like understand, like, okay, J. Cole, this is this is who this is. Because before that, I didn't really know who he was. Like, I I saw like, cause back then, like, the warm up and the come up, that's like oh seven oh nine. That's like middle school, sometime elementary school. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really like really tapped in back then, back in you know what I'm saying, back in middle school. But right, Friday Night right. Lights that dropped in 2010. I was in eighth grade when that dropped. So I I vividly I, I I just remember listening to that like on the bus. Like I would like I have a deep connection with this mixtape or with this project. But I really feel the uh the the following project, uh Cold World Sideline Story, which is his debut album, by the way. I really feel like that's the album that really made me a J. Cole fan. Right. Okay. So Cause I was, I never listened to this album before. Now, like honestly, like I always say, I listen to Cole, but I'm not gonna say I'm a Cole, like I'm a deep Cole fan because I never yeah. listened to, like his early on stuff. So when I was honestly, when I started listening to J Cole, was probably like 
Cold World, like um, sideline story. So I never listened to any of his mixtapes. But um, just hearing your opinion about the mixtapes, like really shining light on like how nice it is. And then when I went back and I listened to like, um, I didn't listen to all the mixtapes, I just listened to this one. When I listened to this mixtape, it gave me like a lot of raw talent. So you can definitely tell like he was up and coming in the rap game. And he just wasn't yeah. like, you know, he just wasn't like some kid that was okay or like, you know, he was decent. Like he was really spitting some bars and like the stuff he was rapping about. And I feel like if he was like really tapping the music back then, I can see why people would be like, oh yeah, J. Cole hard. Cause his word played throughout the album was crazy. I definitely understand. Like, cause I was one of those guys. I didn't listen. I didn't catch on to basically to J. Cole, but I didn't recognize like he was the guy until, uh, I think it was born center. That was the project. That's when I feel like he really cemented himself with me. But, um, the hype around J. Cole was that his mixtapes sounded like albums and like they had bonuses and deluxes and stuff like that. And li- after listening to Friday Nights of Light, Friday Night Lights again, like I realized I'm like how- J. Cole still raps like this. Like I can see why they like his fan base is stuck with him throughout. Like the mixtape literally sounded like an album, like the flow, the content, the wordplay. Like I can definitely see why the Cole hype was there. Um, I just I don't know why I didn't tap into it, but. Uh, it's definitely there. So you're basically saying that J. Cole is still the same as he was back in the day. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but that's not Sheesh. a bad thing because, because where he was was really advanced for someone that's like an up-and-coming rapper. At least that's my perspective on it. And it's not a knock or a diss to him or anything, but he's extremely consistent. Yeah, I see what you're saying here. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's not really like the, the same, but you can tell like where, it's, where it comes from. But uh, now, nah, back to what you were saying, Sean, about... Um, how he kind of ties in like a whole varsity athlete and um like college and whatnot. I figured out that um that Friday Night Lights is actually a football movie. So I guess when people first like noticed that he had a basketball in his cover art, I guess it was like nigga Friday Night Lights is a basketball is a football movie. Why I got the damn basketball in the cover art? Definitely. But he said it still ties into like <laughs> <laughs> it still ties into like the whole like storyline that you was talking about like a varsity athlete um the hoop dreams. And honestly, I, I was talking to Eric about this earlier. Like, J. Cole really tried to live two nigga lifestyles, but he tried to rap and play basketball. So, like, the only person that did that that I know that did successfully is Master P. And always one Master P. Bruh, it really, it really goes, yeah. it, it really ties well and tells the story because J. Cole was a nigga that really had hoop dreams. And then with, like, the rapping, like, the rap was his dream, too. So it's kind of just like he had two dreams, but he kind of just, like, tried to blend the two, but really, like the rap thing was like just as big as a dream as it was for the Hooper. It's kind of like the same thing. And, does. and it's funny that you're using that word because that's kind of become like what he's known for. Like he's the dreamer. He's got Dreamville. You see how large of a brand that is. And J. Cole, he's always kind of looked to the stars, but been very attentive in the present. And I can see that kind of style, even in his mixtapes. Uh, well, just in this mixtape in particular, like, he's so focused. He wants to make sure every step he's taking is preparing him for a better future. And, like, he just kind of spits stuff, like you said, that's similar to, like, how we grew up. Like, Fayetteville kind of, you know what I'm saying? He reps just as hard as we rep for Florence. So, well, I mean, ain't no, ain't no need to shoot code. We didn't talk about 11 minutes just about J. Cole. So I think it's time we actually get into the actual, actual mixtape. So, shoot, how y'all boys feel about it? Like, um, I don't want to go into the range right now. But overall, like, how does I feel about this, like, being in the mixtape and you know it dropped in like nine years it's almost about to be 10 years old well it technically will be 10 years old since it dropped in 2011 and it's 2021 right now so how y'all boys feel about this album still being relevant today it dropped in uh 2010 2010 so it's already 10 years old yeah 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 it dropped well it, it turns 10 years old uh in november 
could drop like November twelfth, I believe. Yeah, November twelfth, twenty ten. Okay, but yeah, uh, how y'all boys feel about it being still relevant today? Because a lot of these, because like it was saying, like you would look at this album, like just looking at it, like it on paper and like being a tracklist. This mixtape looks like an album. Like got Definitely. features like Wale, Drake, Omen. I don't even know who the hell Omen is, but he sound hard. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this pretty much stacks up like a like an album, but it's a mixtape. Definitely, like that's like, and honestly, since we since we're going ahead and tapping into it now, we can really like dive in, like for real, for real. Like honestly, bro, like this whole like the whole thing with Friday Night Lights is that the, all these songs were supposed to be like his debut album. This this was the these were the songs he was working on to basically hand to Jay Z and was like, all right, this is the album, or hand to the label basically. And I don't know if y'all boys know the story, but they basically told him. This ain't cutting it, bro. <laughs> like they, they, they really. Were, real? I mean, they they denied it, bro. They would like they really wasn't they really wasn't fucking with it. So like, he had to really go back to the go back to the drawing board. But J Cole himself really decided to just basically put these the songs that they all basically denied, and basically just add some other freestyles and basically put them out as a project itself. And that's why he released it as a mixtape. Bro, guess well. It was actually one song that actually cleared like, in the morning. Guess, yeah, with Drake. Yeah, that was that would be the song <laughs> only because Drake had that commercial value. But Definitely. For them to turn down this entire project, and I'm not saying in the morning is like I'm not I'm not saying anything about it, but like that's the only song that they wanted to take off. Bro, like, and then if you honestly like look at um like even if you go back and look at some reviews of this mixtape like back in the day, if you look at the reviews of the mixtape now, people of course are going to show love. But go back and look at reviews from like uh, 2010 when it dropped or 2011 when it dropped. They really are like the critics are real hard on J. Cole. Like they really was just so I don't know what they was listening to by denying it. But if Drake hopped on, you already know Drake saw, you know what I'm saying? Drake knew just as well as J. Cole knew like, hey, this, this nigga over here different, bro. Y'all need to tap in. Nah, for sure. But um, I was actually curious because isn't in the morning um, on Cold World sideline story as well. Definitely, it was the um, like Eric said, it was the only song that cleared for the album. Okay, but I was also wondering too because I was um listening to the album and well the mixtape. I'm sorry, um I was listening to the mixtape and he had a, he made a reference to um the song Who That. I think he said something like they're playing on my song on the radio Who That, but Who That wasn't on this mixtape if I'm understanding that right, correct? Yeah, who who that was kind of like the it was the single before this mixtape dropped. So who that was kind of like bumping like the summertime, and then this project kind of followed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey Q, you you was doing your homework. I, you tapped in. I see that. Bruh, no lie, bro. Like I was listening to the song. I was listening to it last night. Um, and I was in the middle, you know, texting somebody, and, I, and they said like they're. I was telling them what I was listening to. They was like, "Oh, you going all the way back to like." Jermaine, I said, yeah, you know, do a little deep dive. You know, I got some stuff on the way. You know, some business to handle. And I was, and I saw that lyric happen. I was like, why does, why is who that? Why do you mention who that when who that's not even on um on the mixtape? And they pretty much explained the same thing that you was explaining that it was like his hit that like really got him like I guess um like notice like noticeable. They said like this was his first hit, like his first like radio hit that you would call a hit nowadays. Like that was his first hit that was like getting played on like that got him like. I guess recognizing stuff like that. So I just want to, I just want to make it make sense to me. That's that's really what it was about. Well, right, definitely, you definitely tying, you definitely uh, tying together the story well right now. I ain't gonna lie. 
but nah, bro. Like, but if you actually think about like them actually saying no, like, but then again, we're gonna talk. We're gonna, of course, we're gonna talk about the uh, his debut project, Silo Story, of course. But that's that's coming later, cause that project did great. If you're thinking about for a debut project, so in their eyes, were they wrong? Mm. When you're asking when they're wrong, like in reference to what? Because like if because of course we're all gonna be like. This mix, these this project was released as a mixtape, so basically he really probably didn't get no bread for it. I mean, it wasn't like it was an album, so it wasn't like he just put it out. But they're saying that the debut project. I mean, of course we already know debut project did well. Just like uh, I think Q said that was his the first project he really heard from Cole. A lot of people call that call mainstream Cole. I don't know if you remember if you was playing 2K back then. Uh, can't get enough was on the soundtrack for uh 2K. Yeah. <laughs> back then. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts. And that's where I kind of disagree because I personally feel like Friday Night Lights is a better project overall than um, Sideline Story. I feel like Sideline Story is a um, what was that? What's that drink? I'll thank me later. I feel like it was just real commercial, real mainstream. Like there are only a few songs in there with substance, and I feel like he transitioned and became the lyrical Cole, like or just some Cole with some a little bit more substance on Born Center, but. And it was just amazing for me to see that because mixtape Cole was rapping like some of this stuff sounded like something I would hear on KOD, like lyrically. So I think that they were definitely wrong for this project. But I feel like given the time, marketing wise, like it it actually worked out better in their favor. But as far as quality and content, I think Friday Night Lights is the better project. Okay. Uh, Q, what about you? How you feel? Like, I'm not going to say that they're wrong. I'm just saying like how you feel about it. Because if, if, if we just... If you're going to be the music exec and you're going to be like, all right, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be kind of hard for people to argue with, but at the end of the day, Friday Night Lights don't really don't have no numbers technically to go off of, except for like, right. I mean, YouTube views or stuff like that. Right. What a BET I mean, award. Boy, you said the BET award. <laughs> Bro, they used to hold some weight back in the day. Yeah, it won BET award for best uh, mixtape of the year. In, uh, 2011. Yeah, 2011, yeah. But I mean, to answer your question, we're, if we're strictly looking at the numbers, yes, like Sideline Story would be better than you know Friday Night Lights. But if we're looking at, because this was like the project that he dropped immediately, immediately after like people started noticing who he was. So I would say this will probably be the best. I ain't gonna say the best, but like this is probably the album that really like kind of put eyes on him. But Sideline Story was kind of like I guess the first debut album, so. Of course, when an artist drops their debut album, like, I mean, Jack Harlow, um, like, there's many notable artists, artists, like, they drop projects, but, like, everybody's waiting for that. I mean, maybe Stallion, too, like, they drop projects and mixtapes, but when that album drops, like, everybody's tuned in. So, I feel like the anticipation for J. Cole to drop an album really played a part in his numbers rising, because anybody's going to want to hear a debut album from any artist they're already fucking with. So, that's just my opinion on it. So, between the two, which one do you feel like is the better project? Um, not numbers, so I guess we're just looking at the body of work itself. I say on um, Sideline Story, Cold World Sideline Story, in my opinion, because it just has a better like flow of music, and like a lot of the songs on there, I resonate with a lot more. Um, wait, are we talking about Sideline Story or are we talking about on um, Friday Night Live? Well, I was just asking which one you like better, but it sounded like you about to dive into uh, Sideline Story, so maybe we should save that. Let me hold it, let me hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just go into the um the album. I mean the mixtape. So Sean, what are some of your favorite um songs off the mixtape? 
you want to take the lead on it. Uh, yeah, I can take the lead on that. I'm fine with that. Uh, just to name off a few, too deep for the intro. I mean, that's that's probably gonna that's probably gonna be one of my favorite songs of all time. I mean, that Erica Badu sample. I mean, come on, bro. You can, if you go sample Erica Badu, you gotta do it justice. And I definitely feel like right. you did. Erica Badu was <laughs> gonna be giving out samples for free. Like you got to be kind of solidified for Erica Badu. Definitely, bro. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, you got to be tapped in if you're gonna do that. Like, you can't do it for, if you're just gonna sit there and play with it. <laughs> definitely. But nah, uh, yeah, too deep for the intro. Um, higher, Two Face, uh, Home for the Holidays. That's just the name of a few. Uh, cost me a lot, of course, but that's just the name of a few of them. What about y'all? Uh, if I had to say Too Deep for the intro, um, that's definitely one of my top um, songs. Uh, Vilmatic, uh, back to the topic of freestyle. Um, like I was saying earlier, like, J. Cole is like actually like really spitting like in these rap songs. You can tell like he has a lot to prove. Like if you if I think the whole fact of um his label or like the people that was criticizing him for this not being like a good project, I feel like he kind of took that uh personal. If I had to say this by the way that um he's like I guess expressing like the way he's feeling through these songs. Um blow up. I mean blow up is kind of self-explanatory, like bitch, I'm about to blow up, like. He's literally telling you, like, it's only a matter of time before, you know, I actually like, get right, like, I tap in for real. There's also another song on here, uh, Higher. I th- yeah, Sean, you mentioned Higher. And I was, like, reading this while I was listening to the music. Um, It's not on all platforms. They may always try, I guess, go back and listen to it like me. Um, It's not on, like, any um, Apple Park or Apple Music or Spotify. But I would listen to it on YouTube. And there's one verse in here that, like, gets, like, um... I guess commented out, and it's the verse where he's talking about um you got caught. You said you caught him down in Memphis cheating like Calipari, but it didn't say that. It said you caught him down in Memphis cheating like, and then it goes right into like the 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 next line. And I was wondering, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro, bro, I was wondering like, bro, why did he why didn't he say Calipari? So I you know was doing my research, and apparently Calipari and, and Jay Z are like real close. <laughs> so when he said that, I guess Jay Z told J Cole like, bro, I fuck with this all. But you could not put my man's out like that. And I was thinking, bro, yeah, so genius cut that is... Out now. Cut that out. Bro, I was like, bro, genius is federal as fuck for actually, like, putting the description of why that, oh, that, uh, why he's not on there. Because you said on here, like, Calipari has a long history of cheating and accused of having recruiting relations with their <laughs> own. <laughs> I said, bro, I said, genius, genius, like, genius. Whoa, 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 I, I, whoa, whoa. I, said, I said, genius, I dropped the ball on that one, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. I thought y'all was the music, um, the music people, not the federal people. Bro, but, Calipari um, is looking at Jay Z yeah. like, "Is this your boy? Is this your boy?" <laughs> <laughs> bro, some phone calls were definitely getting made after that. But um, definitely. nah, those are um, those are those are some of my favorite songs in the Home for the Holidays, like you said too. Love me not, love me not, kind of hit hard for me as well. And um, Sheesh. farewell, yeah, farewell. I feel like farewell was a good ass outro. I'm not gonna get my rate right now, Eric. Um, you you had some uh, you had something to say? Yeah, I can just give uh the one that stuck with me. Uh. Definitely too deep for the intro. Um, Two Face was probably my favorite after going back and listening again. I like Vilmatic. I just like Devil in a New Dress. So anybody that's rapping over that beat, uh, you gotta have something. Um, you got it. And premeditated murder. I think it's like five. So yeah. Uh, so uh, going from I guess last to end, what would you rate the album? Starting with you, Eric. I rate it. That's tough. Um, at the most, I give it an eight. But I'd probably give it like a seven point six. 
Um, I just feel like, you know, it's still that, it's still raw, still a mixtape, but nevertheless, this could have, this is better than most people's albums. I feel like it weighs, it can weigh almost the same. So that's why I give it that. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards the, oh, Sean, you about to say something, bro? No, 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 you good. No, nah, I was about to say, um, I was going to give it more something along the eights. Like you said, Eric, kind of, you pretty much going, you took what I was going to say, like this mixtape is better than most niggas' albums. And it got rejected still. Like, it still got some criticism. So, like, I feel like that and it's so you can't ignore that part when you, like, rate the album. So, I feel like behind that. And also, um, the features and, like, like Eric, well, John, not John, um, show Sean was saying, as far as, like, the features that was on, like, Eric Badu, Janelle Monet, he had Aaliyah, um, vocals on there, Missy Elliott, Drake Wale. Like, this mixtape was almost designed to be an album, but it's just a mixtape. So, I feel like with all that um, in consideration, I have to give it an eight. Like I can't go no lower than eight on this one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not, bro. To be honest, I'm not even mad at at y'all. Uh, y'all numbers. Eric, seven point six is a, man, that's a little low. We being real, but <laughs> I was like, that's low as hell, man. That's de- that's definitely low. But my whole thing is that uh, you really can hear a lot of like raw cold, and I really can see why. Uh, Jay Z probably was like, I can see, I can t- probably tell why he probably denied some of the songs because, um, for most of this project, Cole did a lot of the production himself. Like it was, it was yeah, him, right. and I think it was just uh, um, I think it, it was either No ID and probably like one other person that was really helping him on it. So he really was birthing like this project himself, being honest. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, I. Seeing that y'all uh, say y'all like Vilmatic, that's funny because the uh, this project was supposed to be called Vilmatic, like he was gonna call it that, but he just changed it later. So that's funny that y'all right. say y'all uh, for that song. I see y'all tapped in. So as long as y'all tapped in, that's all that matters. But Eric, I can't. Six is definitely low. Yeah, Eric tweeted on that one for real. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. But, I don't have no bias, so I feel like I mean it's a mixtape at the end of the day, and it's got its flaws. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm really looking at it uh, as a project. He was he was intending this to be his his album, or he was intending it to be a album. You know what I'm saying? But I can right. I can tell why it probably wasn't an album that he just released as a mixtape because some of the songs, like the production, is a little loose on some of them. Some of the songs he's not uh, he's he's taking a little. I feel like some of the songs he's kind of taking songs off on this project because. When you go from the lyrical exercising, he really uh he's showing on uh premeditated murder. He's showing on home for the holidays. Like if you even go back to the rapping when he rapping on back to the topic, like he's spitting. So you know he can spit. But for some of the songs like enchanted and like some people don't really like that song. You know what I'm saying? So like I can I can understand. I was gonna uh, speak. I was gonna speak on that with you saying like like it, we made it clear like this is supposed to be an album. I feel like those were his attempts at radio hits. To be honest with you, I feel like I feel like he even had the intention. Um, like it wasn't also a bad start, but like you said, the production was loose, and like I feel like he didn't have the lyrics for that. And I feel like that's something he definitely develops later on. Like if you pay attention to something from Silent Story, I can't. Like who that or a workout hits that he makes now, they don't sound anything like that. So I definitely see this development. But I think this is where he started, and I feel like that's why, like you said, Jay Z denied that. I feel like he always, I feel like he always had the ability, though. I feel like he always because even on this project, he's showing that 
he can rap with some of the best of them. So I can see right. why I can see why Jay and Nas was so tough on him and st- and, and not want him just to get stuck in making uh, radio hits. Right, and I'm you pay not- attention to it. Some of the songs mimic. Like some of the songs from Friday Night Lights, they mimic songs on Silent Story. What was it like? Uh, Cost it to us. I think he did a song with Jay Z. Uh, Cost me a lot. Um, yeah. There was another one. It's escaping me now, but uh, yeah. But it's just like you can see it replicated on the Silent Story. So I feel like they just kind of fine tuned it, really. Oh, it definitely, it definitely fine tuned it. Like, um, I was gonna answer y'all question earlier about which one I like better. I definitely like Cold World Silent Story better. That's just that's just my opinion. I feel like. Cold World Soundline Story is a complete project. Like that's the that's the actually the album I actually fell in love with albums and actually making concise projects. Being completely honest, that's the album. So that's that like when Eric when Q had asked that question earlier, I already knew my answer. I was like, bro, like, can't go past that. <laughs> but Eric, you say you don't like Enchanted? Nah, I just don't feel like it was like all the way there. Like it just wasn't. I don't know. I feel like it was an attempt and it just wasn't a good one. So you don't like the Tupac sample that was in it? No, that was fine, but I just don't feel like J. Cole himself, like the verses and I just don't feel like he necessarily pulled it together. Bruh, but Q, even even uh not just Eric, like a lot of other people, like if you look to like if you hear from like anybody, like people think that that song is probably not that good. I don't know why, but you know what I'm saying? Like people just like oh. Q, you don't like that? I mean, do you like that song? Yeah, yeah, I like that shit. That's your hardest fuck. Okay, I'll just say you tap like, in. <laughs> you just gotta understand both perspectives. That's all. But you honestly, uh, finally gave our opinions on it. So, like, do you think like this song or like this mixtape was like? It's kind of like when you talk about like J Cole's like best project. Do you think this is, this needs to be in the conversation? J Cole's best project. Any of y'all can answer. I think being that, I think that the I think the story of that this that he really was trying to make this be an album and then Jay was like, nah, and the label was like, nah, you straight. Like, keep working. Like, go back to the, you know, go back to drum board, keep working at it. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like that really gave him a hunger and really gave him like, all right, like, let me tap in. Like, cause if you listen to this project, you really, like, he really tapped in, like, for real, for real. Like, if this, if this was your homeboy, he's like, hey, bro, I got a big say, I want you to listen to it. You're like, bro, what the hell? Like, of course it's going to be great, but you can tell that they it was more in J. Cole and they and they knew that. So they were just trying to push him. So I honestly feel like he was really elbowing his way into the rap game with this one. Like he was like, I'm here. Like, I'm here, nigga. <laughs> and I definitely agree. And I feel like with the with the story behind it and everything, like we're doing a broken record on it. Like it's gotta be it's gotta be in that conversation. Like this is a mixtape, bro. We didn't we didn't do that for no other fact. You said you said you said a mouthful right there. I mean, we won't be it won't be in the broken record if we ain't think he was you know one of the Cole's like best on projects. It really speaks for itself, honestly. Bro, uh, a question I got a question I got for y'all boys. What do y'all feel like? What being that this was probably I know Q said he had to go back and listen to this. What do you what do you really like feel from J Cole? Like, what do you think he was going through as he was like making this like making this music? Bro, I feel like I feel like he's just showing that he's. Like a young nigga starving, like he really been trying to like put on, take care of his. Like, and for some reason, whenever I listen to a J Cole, like any sort of music or projects in full length, I feel like he's always telling us a story and like he's bringing us down to his perspective. And the crazy thing that ties it together is that his perspective is something similar to mine. Like, 
from Fayetteville. You know what I'm saying? We from Florence. Like the shit's not that far apart. Like at least lifestyle wise. So I feel like he's always trying to convey like where he's from or like what's going on, and like he's always interweaving some sort of story, usually about a girl. That's how it always used to start off in his music in the beginning, anyways. But I feel like he's definitely a guy that's trying to get his perspective off. Nah, I definitely agree. I feel like Friday Night Lights reminds me of a young nigga trying to make it, honestly. And J. Cole has, like, I had to give credit to J. Cole about this. He always has a way of, like, telling the untold stories that come from, like, neighborhoods that we may not be from, like, stories from the Ville, stories from um, varsity athletes, stories from somebody that got a girl pregnant. He don't know what to do because he's too young to take care of a kid. Like, he always going to put you in that mind state to understand, like, these are the thoughts that go through and, like, a person's mind when they, you know, don't know what to do. And I'm rapping about it right now. I'm telling you a whole story from beginning to end about the emotion and stuff that I feel. So also if I had to like kind of break down like the cover art, like the cover art is kind of interesting to me too because um it's him like, you know, with his head, with his hands on his head and a basketball in front of him. And it's kinda of like it's giving off like he's in distress, like he's confused. But the thing that he is pursuing his passion may not be the thing that, you know, is his purpose to do, you know what I'm saying? I feel like basketball is his passion, but I don't think basketball was his purpose. I feel like his purpose was to make music and tell these stories. So I feel like that cover art kind of brings in the, um, the I guess, the parallel, like the disconnect between your purpose and your passion. And J. Cole's telling the story about how he's going through both those things at the same time, trying to figure out what he wants to do. And Friday Night Lights kind of runs into the theme, like, bro, like, everybody knows in high school, Friday night is where the real niggas show up and little boys stay home. It's going you know, down. No kids. <laughs> where you get made. <laughs> no cap. Jeez. Football games, basketball games, it's whatever. So I felt like this album really was his way of saying, like, the spotlight's on me. And I'm about to take that shit and, like, you know, make it my own. Like, you know. Bro, Q, that was. That was great. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, you definitely hit the panel nail with that one. But... Wow. Definitely, bro. You this project. What I see when I look at look at this project, bro, I really see like raw J Cole. Because if you think about it, J Cole always tells the underdog story. And if you look at it, Cole always like he will tell you that he was like he played ball. You know I mean, he played ball in college too. Like he was he was a pretty smart kid. Like he went to college. Like he tells a story about how he lived in a trailer. Like how he had a house with a backyard, and how he went to school, like how he was poor, how he was broke, how he had money. So he really, he really tells a story of like the underdog story, and that really that makes it that makes Cole relatable because he's relatable to most people. Most people done been in the hood or outside of the hood, but like let's be real, like people have multiple parts of their story, and I really feel like his honesty and his him being so authentic, I really feel like that's what drawn me to him. So that's really. Like I said earlier, this really how I was like, oh, I I see you. It's funny because it's it kind of tells the story of two different tales when you think about it. You've got like the content and the music. I got to show up. This is my moment. But then Cole also tried to show up, and then they basically denied this as a project. So I just feel like that just adds so much more value to his story, the story that's being told in the music, because ultimately he showed up. You know what I'm saying? He made it, and now he's the ghost that he is today. Definitely. Like even though they denied it, like. It still got millions of streams on YouTube and and that piff. So <laughs> you know the real niggas was on that piff back in the day. <laughs> bro, you had to be some kind of good to be on that piff, bro. Because you know that piff just don't let anybody in. No cap. I mean, we already kind of broke down the album. I feel like inside and out, y'all boys have any other part words? Because, um, but but like you said, Sean, um, 
I feel like I couldn't listen to this album and not have a complete open mind about it. Like we gave the same energy to Kendrick, we gave the same energy to like other all the other albums that we did for Broken Records. So it would be an injustice for me just going to this, this to it. And if you ask me how I feel about it, I just say, you know, it's straight. Like if I was, you know, you being, you know, my homeboy, if you respect the album, I have to at least, you know, put all my best forth effort, you know, maybe that's it because I know that's what I would want you to do for any other album that I I, I, I listen to. So hey, that's real, bro. That's real. Well, I guess uh, my part words, if I had to say, well, one lyric I really just wanted to focus on, and I feel like it just speaks essence into that whole underdog thing. Um, what song was it? It was the Friday Night Lights intro. He said, what good is being the only one when you're the only one that knows it? Like, I feel like he, this is him, J. Cole, as an actual underdog, and it's just interesting that he still carries that kind of uh, stigma, or if you want to say, like, that's his story. He's, like, always trying to get out the mud, always trying to make it. It's just funny that he called this in the beginning and it's, it's still kind of stuck with him. So basically, he knew he was underdog from the jump, is what you're saying. That's really what it kind of sounds like, and that's how it unfolded. It's like you're the underdog, but are you? Like, if all these people see so much in you, like, you are you the guy? Are you the guy? Like, it's just like so much indecisiveness. And I feel like you can hear the indecisiveness and the overthinking in, like, J. Cole's music. Like, he really just, like, he really honest, like, how he really feeling. I feel like he's. I mean, but if, he might even feel like the odds are always against him. Like, if since he's like carrying that stigma, he's always got something to prove, as if he's not setting the standards himself. I mean, if you think about it though, like like Sean was saying earlier about the comparison, um, well, like how his homeboys would like hype him up and what like, like he'd be good enough for like his neighborhood and like his niggas that he knew, but like in front of like corporate people, like people that's already in the rap game, like he still got some work to do. So I guess that kind of ties into like the dismay of like him, like. My homies and my niggas fuck with it, but like these people that don't know me, like they're kind of on the fence about it. So like, am I really that good? Am I really the underdog, or am I really the guy? Like, I'm the guy in front of my people, but I'm the underdog, like in front of like these corporate businesses and people that's already in the music industry. So he definitely has some decisions to make. I can definitely see like why, you know, he rapped the way he rapped on this album. Is it on his mixtape? Definitely. I really feel like he really tapped into that. But hey, at the end of the day. This album, in my in my opinion, this album's still a classic. So, I feel like he I feel like he did his thing, man. To be honest, so we don't want to give out um you know too much uh, information for the next um upcoming episodes. Uh, this is the first edition of the J Cole Jermaine Cole um pack that we're doing. Uh, Friday Night Lights was the first one we delivered. So stay in tune for the next couple ones that we have coming up. We're gonna I'm not gonna say all the ones we're doing, but. When you see them all posted up on the on all platforms, link in the bio, you'll know, you know, we, we chose the best of the best. It was a hard decision. I know Sean was trying to, you know, winnow it down. It was hard for him too, but we doing these because we feel like these are the best of the best and we really define J. Cole's career. So um, we'll catch you on the next one. This is your boy Marquise Q signing out. All right, man. Like Q said, we we starting this pack off. We're really about to tap in. So I really hope y'all boys enjoy. Y'all boys let us know what other who other uh, packs y'all want us to do? Let us know anything. Female artists. We really want to tap into the female artists, too. Like We're really trying to tap in. So really let us know. But other than that, it's your boy Ready Rashawn. Y'all boys holding the road. Hey, it's your boy Eze. Yeah, and definitely let us know your perspectives on uh, what we think about the project. You know, everybody's got their own feelings about it, like Sean said, with a song like Enchanted. So definitely uh, let us know whenever we do put it out. But, uh, but it's your boy Eze. Catch y'all on the next one.